Hey y'all, it's Nisi. It's Michaela. And you are listening to or watching the Straight Like That podcast, a faith-based podcast where we give y'all the tea on Christ. Honestly. And keep it real and simple. So today's episode, the focus is going to be repentance. We're also going to touch a little bit on renouncing and just going over some verses that help us to understand what true repentance really is. Um, and we're going to be splitting it because we got like a few verses. So we're going to be splitting it into two half, two halves. So Nisa's going to do the first half and then I'm going to do the second half and go ahead on in this class and end this episode. Yeah. So um, just to start off, let's go over what repentance is. So ultimately, repentance is turning away from our sins. It is the sincere regret or remorse um, of our wrongdoings against God. And repentance is also like the awareness and acknowledging of our sins against God. Um, but it also includes following this acknowledgement with action of turning away from our sins so along with repentance there also comes renouncing and renouncing is to formally declare um, our abandonment of or to reject or refuse to abide by our sins so to declare is to say something proclaim announce that we are no longer abiding in sin that we are no longer accepting our wrongdoings but that we are turning away repenting which is the action from these sins so our words are very very powerful but they must also align with our hearts align with the godly sorrow which leads us into repentance so we must genuinely have a repentant heart declare that we no longer are abiding or living in sin and then back it up with our actions of true repentance so both repenting and renouncing it starts in the mind so we must be able to think something before we are able to say it and then do it and just to start off with a couple of verses to help us with true repentance um psalms 51 is a really good chapter on repentance forgiveness spiritual cleansing and it pretty much summarizes like heart postures desiring a pure heart and um how god can just restore us even after our sin um it also includes how repentance comes with acknowledging our wrongdoings against God and others and just asking God to really restore us from the effects of our own sins and how good God is. Whew. Okay, so another good passage for repentance would be 2 Corinthians 5, uh, specifically the verses 17 through 21, which it pretty much summarizes like turning away from our sins because once we are in once we are in Christ, we become new creations. So just making sure that we're still in that constant repentance, uh, staying in constant repentance because we're not perfect. We are sinners and we do sin on a regular. So just making sure that we're constantly intentionally repenting from our sins is a very important factor in preserving our beings and not perishing. Another good verse would be um, 2 Corinthians 7 10 and it says godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret but worldly sorrow brings death. So I wanted to briefly go over the difference between godly and worldly sorrow. Godly sorrow is truly desiring repentance and change whereas worldly sorrow is trying to 
compensate for our sin by showing a deep unhappiness or regret. Like you may feel like I know that what I did was wrong, but you don't have no type of actions to back it up. Like you think that just because you feel bad about it, that everything's going to be okay. No, like you have to actually turn away from the sin itself and stop indulging in that sin um, and truly ask for forgiveness. So, yes, just feeling bad that you did something is not just going to wipe everything away and make yo and make everything be OK. That's not how that works. Um, another verse that I had is Luke 5, 31 through 32, and it says, Jesus answered them. It's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. So I really like this verse because one, Jesus, he preached repentance. Like he was like, we have to repent from our sins. Not only say that we follow Jesus, not only show like, well, showing Jesus that we love him means obeying him. And that also includes repentance from our own sins because none of us are perfect. But it just really emphasizes that, like, this is something that Jesus wants us to do. He wants us to turn away from our sins. He wants us to find righteousness in him. And that comes with repentance. So that is also why we're here, making sure that we proclaim this message just like Jesus did to tell everyone about repentance because it is necessary. We can't continue to abide in our sins. So now I'm going to switch things over to Kayla. And she's also going to go over some more verses, give some more um, ideas and evaluations on some verses relating to repentance. Um, so I had a few verses among all of them that we had found and stuff like that to just go over that had something to do with re repentance. And I feel like because we've already stated the fact of repentance being you turning away from something and you asking for that forgiveness and really just trying to make sure that you're not continuously walking in that. There are different things that happen after you repent or before you repent or during your re repentance and stuff like that. Like it all takes steps. Like it's all from one decision of you trying to turn away, but it does lead into other stuff and then other stuff leading into it. So the very first one that I have is Acts 2.38 where it says, Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words, he warned them and he pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. So I really like this verse right here and it's actually been a verse that has been like popping up off and on when it comes to like me just either being on the internet or just reading a word or just anything like that. Um, personally, over the weekend on Sunday, right? On Sunday, me and Nisi, we got baptized this weekend. So that verse right there definitely stuck out because... In the verse where it basically just talks about repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. I think what people are realizing when it comes to baptism is just because you get baptized does not automatically mean you are saved. Salvation is something that you get either when salvation is something that you get when you accept Jesus Christ. So getting baptized is a step towards just fully making sure that you're walking in your faith and um just fully stepping into that calling and just repenting and stuff like that, if that makes sense. 
But I can just say I I saw this verse completely live out after the night of after I got baptized. Like in the beginning, I was looking at the situation for weeks leading up. I was like, oh, like I'm ready to go do this. I'm ready to go do this. And then the morning of, I was kind of like, you know, do I really want to go do this? Because I feel like when it comes to you repenting and being baptized, that's a huge step to taking your walk. And taking those steps really just show the importance and how serious you are about it so that morning um it was just like oh I don't really know if I want to do this like am I really serious about my walk like is this something that I really want to do and after it happened and stuff I was really excited for it to happen but that night of it was like this sense of comfort and this sense of peace that came over me y'all when I say I can't even explain it like I literally was just sitting in my room in the dark light because <laughs> usually I don't let stuff like bother me and stuff like that but at that moment, it felt like nothing could bother me. Like, I felt, y'all not even gonna lie, I felt untouchable. <laughs> the way I was sitting in that room that night, like, I was like, yeah, like, <laughs> somebody can't even try none if they wanted to. But um, I would just say that this verse right here definitely was evident when it came to being baptized and just, it's definitely something that I literally encourage people to go do. And it's definitely something that you have to do in your own timing because that is a big step. And some people are uncomfortable doing it. Some people are unsure of doing it or just not ready. And that's completely okay. When you feel comfortable to go do it, go do it. And I'm telling you, it's such a comforting and rewarding feeling. Like, I'm telling you, it's going to have y'all sitting in a dark room by yourself, smiling and teasing, whatever. Um, <laughs> then in the, in the second sentence where it says, and you will receive the gift of... Um, you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can either come to you through a fiery feeling or like a hype feeling or it can come to you in a peaceful type feeling. I would say the feeling that I had that night, it was a peaceful type feeling. Some feelings that you get, you just can't explain. And then you get those feelings that you're like, that's nothing but God. Mm -hmm. Some feelings you're like, oh, I just feel so overwhelmed. I'm tired. But that feeling right there, it was literally like a I don't know, but it was like I was peaceful. But then again, it was like a I don't know type thing. So. Can I say something real quick? Mm -hmm. You will also know, like, some people can get baptized with the Holy Spirit and not feel anything. Although yeah. that's kind of rare. Like, some people realize, like, I realized I had the Holy Spirit when I was feeling conviction towards things that I wasn't feeling conviction towards before, you know? I was like, hmm. That's weird. So like stuff like that. You just start to think a lot differently, but it actually aligns with the word of God. Like the Holy Spirit be like, don't do that. Yeah. And it says in the word of God, don't do that. <laughs> like just you just start noticing stuff like that. So yeah. And I definitely can agree because it didn't it didn't hit me either. Like after I got baptized and I was sitting up there in the front row of the church, I'm like, you know, this is just like normal service. Mm -hmm. And then I have went about my whole day, y'all. Like, I'm talking about went about my whole day. I was tired that day, y'all. Like, girl, me too. Home. I took a nap. Right? Like, I don't know what it was. Going under that water, I feel like I had read a marathon. <laughs> I was tired the whole entire day. But when I, like, really went into the room by myself and really sat there, it was definitely, like, a different sense of, like, I knew it wasn't just me in the room. Like, and I know sometimes, like, when you say that, you're like, well, who else was in the room? Especially if you can't see nobody. But it was like a really peaceful type feeling. So, you know, but yeah, I couldn't explain it. So, hold on, y'all, because please, I got wrapped up. It's okay, girl. But, <laughs> oh, and then the third uh, part of the verse, it says, The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God 
will call. The promise that God gives us throughout his word, literally throughout the whole Bible, it's not specifically for one person. Everybody is able to walk in those promises. Everybody is able to hear those promises. Everybody is able to receive those promises, those in the faith and those out of the faith. You have people that are out of the faith and they're like, this happened to me and I can't even explain it. And they didn't even know that that was God himself. So it's not really a set background. It's not a set look. It's not a Christian that go to church every Sunday. It's not a Christian that's in a Bible for three, four hours a day. It's not none of that. Anybody can literally get the promise of God. It's just all about you walking in it and repenting and t like literally making it known to God. Like I want to turn away from this. Like my flesh is, my flesh is weak. So I know I'm going to do it, but God, I'm not intending to do it. I really need your help. I need your guidance. I need your restoration. I need you to help me through this process. I need you to deliver me. And then taking that extra step to like, you know, I want to get baptized. I want to turn my life over. I want to really get help and stuff like that. Just doing different things like that. It definitely helps in the process of when it comes to you being on this walk, because this walk is by far not even easy. Like the things that we say, it's easier said than done. And never think that anybody is too perfect or they got God. So they, they just too perfect. Everybody that's in a faith, we're all struggling with something. So just never feel like, never, never feel too ashamed when you do something. I'm not saying like, go out and be like, oh, I'm going to do this because I know I can repent. But if you do fall into something, don't run from God, but run to God. Because a lot of the times when we do feel ashamed, it's almost like a, well, I did it. So it is what it is. But looking at it like that only leads you further and further into what you're trying to be delivered from. Um, in the last sentence, it says, with many other words, he warned them and he pleaded with them. Save yourself from this corrupt generation. I feel like the whole generation talk when it comes to like corrupt generation is very different because you may be in a, a conversation or debate or whatever you may want to call it with like an older person or something. And everybody's main thing to say is this generation is the worst. This generation is this. This generation is that. Although every generation brings different things, I do feel like as life progresses and life evolves and stuff, stuff doesn't seem to get better. And I'm just say that straight up because a lot of people are thinking things, oh, something's going to happen and life is going to go back to normal. There are many reasons why things happen. And a lot of the times, a lot of things that happen, if we would just get into a place and just really making sure that we're taking heat, we can better navigate through these things that's happening so that was just something about that whole acts 238 verse i really love that verse um another verse is mark 6 12 where it says they went out and preached that people should repent this is also what we should be doing um not only are we constantly repenting every day and starving our flesh crucifying it and letting god know god my flesh is weak i really need you overall no matter what um we should also oh, oh sorry y'all we, we should also make sure that we're giving this good news to everybody else. And when I say that, it's not like a, you have to be telling people this or you, you have to be like hounding people or bouncing people in the street trying to tell them this and stuff like that. Because everybody has a different time when they walk into different seasons of boldness. One person who may be really bold in the faith and can speak to people about Christ and stuff like that is not the same for somebody else. Somebody else may be a, little, a lot more shy and taking a little bit more time to walk into um a little bit more time to walk into the promises and walk into preaching 
the word that God has gave us. And when it comes to people who teach and share things like this, they are judged a little bit more differently because when it comes to you speaking about God's word, you always want to make sure that you're speaking the truth because that's just honestly not a word that you can really play with and twist and turn into your own because if you lean on your own understanding, it definitely goes downhill. So um, if you are going out to teach people about just different things when it comes to in the faith, make sure that everything that all the messages that you're getting, make sure you're getting it directly from the messenger, directly from the Bible, directly from the word, directly from the Holy Spirit. Um, when it comes to you going out to teach repentance or just even walking in repentance um, yourself, because when I very first started repenting, I didn't really know what it was. I thought it was something that you did once and you never had to do again. But I soon realized it's something that you have to do constantly because we're always doing stuff. Like we don't ever do one thing in one part of life and then it just stopped for the rest of our life. Like unless you're delivered from something fully, it's never going to stop. So you have to constantly be repenting and letting God know like, God, I just ask for your forgiveness, which he already gives us. He died on the cross for our sins. But that's also not an open doorway for you to just go out and do whatever you want to do because you can do whatever you want, but everything is not beneficial. And it tells us that in the word. So, but yeah, just don't feel bad if you don't know how to go out and say stuff like this, because like I said, it's definitely in in God's timing and different season of boldness. What one person's season of boldness may be, another person's is not like that. So what you can freely go out and preach and talk about, another person can go out and do that. So it's definitely a process and it's not overnight either. Um, another verse is Luke 13, 3, where it says, I tell you no, but unless you repent, you too will all perish. Constantly living in sin, it leads to death. We all know sin leads to death. It says that in the word, or if you don't know that, then in the word it says sin leads to death. So walking in the spirit and turning away from death leads us to life. That's turning away from your sins and all that stuff like that. And we always want to stress the importance, like nobody is perfect. So please just know that nobody is perfect. Sin is like something that's always in the word. It says sin is crouching at the door. Like the enemy is ready to um, still kill and destroy. Yeah. I'm trying to paraphrase y'all because I didn't write it down. But so it's just something that you constantly have to be in tune with and um, in step with to fully make sure, making sure that you're walking in repentance and stuff like that and I hope that I'm not going all like around and stuff like that but I'm really trying to like break down the different aspects because although we know that the main definition of repentance is turning away and you know giving something up and stuff like that there also is a process that leads up to that you can't just like one day be like well you can but I know a lot of people be like oh I'm done with this sin and then they go following it for the next month or it gets worse and stuff like that so just really making sure that you're consistently doing it and consistently taking those steps to be delivered from it. That's just what it's all about. Yeah, and we're in no way saying that like this process is easy either. Like it's hard to just like so easily just give up certain things that you've been doing for just so long. So yeah, we definitely still want to emphasize the process of doing it not to make it sound like it's okay to keep doing it because that's what repentance is about turning away from something that we know isn't good but um just still acknowledging that there is a process to it because like the verse that you said earlier where you said luke 5 31 32 it's not the healthy who need a doctor but the sick yeah it's not it takes time to get well yeah it takes <laughs> time it definitely takes time but like 
because it's saying it's not the healthy who need a, need a doctor, but the sick. It's not the people. Really, it is the people that act perfect that really need the doctor because you acting so above. You gotta you gotta simmer it down. You gotta really <laughs> calm it down. It says, "I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance." People who think they are above or anything like that. First of all, those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who are humble will be exalted. So. God didn't die on the cross for the people that think that they too good. He died on the cross for people. He died on the cross for everybody. So let me just say that because I don't want to like dig myself into a hole or anything like that. But I don't know. I feel like that verse right there is really an important verse when it says that it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. Like there's just, it's a lot of people who really just want to experience God's goodness and stuff like that. So repentance is definitely something that's really important. To, I would have to really dive into that verse some more because that is a really good verse to read when it comes to talking about repentance. But to pretty much just lead into the ending of our episode for our activity, since we always have one at the end, um, there are definitely some good prayer templates that you can just lead off of and start on. There is no set way to ask God for, for, for forgiveness because everybody does it in different ways. You can do it through prayer. You can do it through a conversation with God. You can... Like, repentance is just the main thing. Like, actually going to God and bowing down to his feet saying, God, I know I'm not perfect. I'm a sinner in need of a savior. Um, forgive me for my iniquities. Just basically going off of that. That You don't have to use big words or anything like that. You don't have to be, there thou shalt forgive me for my iniquities and all that. You do not have to do that. Come Once to him. Please. Yes, exactly how you would talk. Like, it's literally... A conversation with God there is no set way it's just it's really not I know a lot of people be like if you don't pray like this you're doing it in the wrong way I talk to no. God like how I talk to Caleb sometimes y'all when I say and sometimes I talk to him like time. he's the king on the throne which he <laughs> is like sometimes I talk to him like father I come to you humbly like da 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 and sometimes I talk to him like God like you wouldn't believe what you're saying <laughs> like, like he really tried me and I was really trying <laughs> But it's definitely some different things that can literally aid and help you and lead into it. You have Psalms 51. That's a really good prayer. I used to pray that every night before I went to sleep. I definitely slept on doing that. Um, another one is the Lord's Prayer, which is the Our Father in Heaven. That one, That's in the book of Matthews. Mm -hmm. um, another one would be the prayer of repentance and accepting Jesus Christ. Usually like it, it's in a church or maybe somebody will repost it. And it's like, God, I know I'm a sinner in need of a savior. That one right there, that's also one. Um, and just making sure that we're following our words with genuine actions, really wanting to. It's so hard, y'all. I'm not even gonna lie. It's literally so hard. If anybody tell you that this walk is easy. They lie. <laughs> it ain't true. like that, they lie. It <laughs> it's a lot of stuff that I feel like on this walk that in the beginning I did not want to give up. And I do have moments where I'm like, I still don't want to give something up. Yeah. But I know I need to give it up. So this walk is definitely not easy. But it's worth it. It's very worth it. And worth nobody it. is perfect. Anybody on this walk is not perfect. Let me just say, if we all was perfect, we all could have went and died on the cross. But none of us is perfect. So that's why Jesus Christ was the only person that went to die on the cross. So if you are struggling, there's help for you. There's community. You can get better. Y'all can reach out to us too. If y'all if y'all need somebody to talk to and y'all feel like it's just nobody in y'all circle, like we don't mind having conversations. We don't mind helping our brothers and sisters in Christ who need help. 
on their walk. So if y'all feel like y'all need to reach out to us, please do. Please. We love please y'all. Do we so. care about y'all. So. Transparency is so important. Like yeah. just being able to have a community that you can just like really talk to and help each other grow and all that stuff like that. I feel like a lot of the people that I couldn't like really with me walking into this new thing. It's just a lot of times where sometimes you feel like you can't be as transparent with people because it's always a judgmental type thing. So just make sure when you are another just important thing to just throw in here. Also, make sure that you are asking God to help you find a good community of like minded, godly friends yeah. to help for growth, to help for new doors, new knowledge, more wisdom. Never act like you know too much. Always and, be willing, willing to learn. Yeah, and being around people that are still dabbling in the things that you're trying to repent from, like, bad company corrupts good character. Like, us being around those type of people when they're doing the things that we know we're not supposed to be doing, it can really rub off on us still. So just making sure that, yeah, we are praying for a godly community and getting around and fellowship with people who who um have went through what you're currently going through and can't help you get out of that. That's really important. It's very important because trying to do your walk by yourself is so hard, y'all. It is. Especially if you're like a closed off person that likes self-isolation and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's very hard to do it by yourself. So just making sure that you have those people that, you know, when you have the strength, you can hit up and be like, hey, I just really need to be transparent about this. Like, what... And not even what do you think about this, but like, you just need like a little encouragement. Like there are times where me and niece, we have to text each other and re-remind each other when something is going on. Like maybe something is going on and I text her and she's like, well, God's word said this or, you know, this and that. Or sometimes when she calls me for something and it's like, well, God said this and stuff like that. Just like those reminders and people that push you to really walk into your calling and walk into your purpose. It's just really important to really watch who you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. Um... And yeah, just making, just when it comes to repenting, make your own repentance prayer. Go in your room. Oh, and that says that in the book of Matthew as well. Go into, go into your room, close the door. Close the door. Yep. And pray to the Father. Mm-hmm. That who's unseen. And present your request to him. Like literally just fall down or stand up. I don't know. And just go in the room by yourself and literally just like. Tell God and he'll give you the words to say. The Holy Spirit intercedes on wordless groans. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know what you're supposed to be saying, a simple, oh, God, I need you. <laughs> he going he gonna to tell everything that's on your mind and all that stuff like that. So I don't know, y'all. Just it's, it's definitely a lot. But when you really are willing to learn and always acquire more knowledge and stuff like that, it definitely eases things and helps things open up. So think Nisi had some more stuff to say before we end off the episode. Um, I kind of want to end this episode on this verse that I thought of while we was talking. Uh, Matthew 26, 41, it says, Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And this really does tie into repentance, guys. Like, repentance is something that we all have the power to do. Jesus has given us the power and authority to trample over things that harm us to trample over the things that separate us from God. He wants unity with us. So as long as we are in constant communication, as long as we are sober-minded and watching what's going on, um, not only just in the physical realm, but just trying to stay in tune with what's going on in the spiritual realm also, like 
we can overcome these things. So the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. God's spirit gives us strength. It gives us self-control. It is not a spirit of timidness. It gives us love. And all of these things can just help us overcome everything that we thought we couldn't, you know? So yes, just remembering that staying in communication with God and being watchful of the things um, happening around us, it'll help us to navigate and not fall into something that we would have to repent of later. So, um, yeah, just remembering that the spirit inside of us is stronger than our evil desires or whatever is tempting us from the outside. And just remembering that God is on our side and he is our source of strength to overcome temptations and achieve deliverance. So, yeah, that's where I wanted to end this on, guys. Which is really good because sometimes you really need those reminders. Yeah. Because sometimes you can get to a point in your walk where you just like, I can't do this no more. I can't tell y'all how many times. I'm going to tell y'all. You just like. How many times I didn't want to throw in the towel? I had this moment the other month, like just to be completely transparent. I had this month, I had this day the um the other month and I was like, hmm, I don't know if I should be doing this. Like, why can't I just go out and just do what I want to do? do? You know? I had that moment like two, three days ago. Like, <laughs> God, I don't want to do that. Like, like I was saying, shorty, like. Not shorty. (laughs) You know what you need to do. Go get it done. And it took me like weeks to finally be like, okay. Yeah. Okay. So don't think that's submission. (laughs) Submission. We'll be talking about that next time. (laughs) So submission. Y'all. That's and that's another thing that I want to say. Please do not because we behind this camera talking about all that this we don't go stuff. through this stuff. No, we don't. Because when this camera only rolls for a few minutes, when this camera go off, <laughs> it's a different story. So although we try to like show up as ourselves to like really make sure that we preaching a message and just helping other people who are in the same position as us, higher than us, or just nobody is regarded better than anybody else. So always making sure that you're sharing wisdom and knowledge and all of that stuff like that. It definitely helps. Never be too scared to share anything. You don't have to, because like I said earlier, everybody walks into different season of boldnesses at different times. But if you have something, never be scared to say, say it. Even if it's a quick tweet or a quick Instagram story post or anything like that, never be too afraid to say it. And I feel like this is what our video series is. It's just us stepping out in faith and always making sure that we're sharing the things that we're learning and just helping people out on their walks because... Opening your Bible and understanding what it says isn't easy. Listening to different topics, it isn't it isn't easy. But having community to like help you help you and explain to you different things, it definitely helps. So that's what we are. We are community to explain and to help y'all. Yes. Yeah. All right. Is that everything? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna wrap this up. We love y'all so so much. Always remember to count your blessings and be a blessing to others and step out on boldness and have faith. Yes. We love yes. y'all. Love y'all. See y'all soon. <laughs>